All right, the preseason votes are due pretty doggone soon, and Scott Ritchie is one of the Big Ten voters. Here's good news. Who's going to be your number one preseason Big Ten men's basketball team? Well, it's been the same since August 1st, and it's Illinois. Don't you get smart with me, Scott Ritchie. Uh, he'll also have his uh, All-Big Ten first team, maybe. He'll tell you who's going to be the best freshman. He'll tell you who's going to be the best coach. A lot of information in this week's Inside Illini Basketball Podcast. Come back after this. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. All right, good Monday morning. Not a good Monday morning. It's a bad Monday morning. Still reeling from that Friday night football game. I know Scott Ritchie was up in Madison. He made it back in one piece. That's the good news. He had to write about an awful game. That's the bad news. Ritchie, you all right? Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. And as uh, our our own Lauren Tate wrote in Sunday's News Gazette, you know, Wisconsin sort of exposed Illinois for who they are and who they are right now is a disastrous offense and you know a defense that you know just doesn't, doesn't really like to cover tight ends especially in the end zone which is a problem all right i'm jim rosso vice president of news basketball beat writer back in the glory days two decades ago this is inside a line eye basketball, though. We're not going to talk much football. I, don't, I really don't want to. Purdue's a favorite. How is that possible? Do they have a coach yet? Do they have their star receiver? Who? What's up? Well, Jeff Brom may or may not be back, but Brian Brom is 1-0 as an interim head coach. Okay. Acting head coach, I All guess. Right. Um, and if Rondell Moore doesn't play, they still have David Bell, who is co-offensive player of the week in the Big Ten. So... All right, 11 o'clock They'll start. They'll be fine, I guess. At Memorial Stadium. I'll be interested to see if everybody's going to be tailgating. I know you can't in Grange Grove, but I bet there'll be some grills, some coolers, some gatherings maybe west of the stadium. I would, but I didn't have a job. I mean, I, I don't guess. mean that people who tailgate don't have jobs. Let me refer. Let me. This may they're not working on Saturday. Yes. <laughs> Just to clarify for our, our listeners. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. I mean, maybe. Honestly, I mean, I've covered football, so I haven't tailgated. In. Anybody up in Camp Randall outside? Uh, There's nobody. I, seriously. When I got to the stadium, 
because we couldn't get in until 90 minutes before kickoff. Okay. Um, there was a group of six Wisconsin students, um, <laughs> like, taking photos in front of Camp Randall. Um, they're all wearing the red and white striped bib overalls that, like, they were in the student section. None wearing masks, uh, I'll point out. Uh, peak Wisconsin right there. Um, but that was it. Wow, he, he took a shot at the Badgers, didn't you? Oh, I took a shot at the state of Wisconsin, not just the Badgers. Um, but, yeah, th- no, that was that was literally it. And even as I was driving, like, I mean, I didn't see much of campus, obviously, but even, like, around Camp Randall, there's just nobody. Okay. Hey, I tell you what, Illinois did win the attendance battle. Had a chance to go over Memorial Stadium on Friday night. What a turnout. Can't believe it. I was talking to Cassie Arner before about 6 o'clock, and we were, we were both wondering, like, man, they think anybody's going to show because it's freezing, right? It was, it was not warm, no. And hundreds of kids showed up to watch the game on the Giants scoreboard. Here's the trouble. By the time halftime rolled around, half of them left because it was such a disaster. Yeah, and No fault of them. No, and it became a disaster rather quickly with Wisconsin scoring two touchdowns in like 90 seconds before the half. Um, yeah, that was interesting. And there will be some fans in the stands on Saturday uh, against Purdue. And, you know, fan is, I mean, they are fans, but it's just family members of players and coaches. And um, I'm trying to see where uh, they're projecting approximately a thousand people in the 60,000 plus seat stadium. Okay. Can't wait. It was fun to have football back. It was a, I mean, it was a strange feeling. It was the first live sporting event I had covered in person since Mm -hmm. Illinois, Iowa basketball on March 8th. All right. 11 o'clock Saturday, follow along at the line on HQ.com. Call the post game radio show either way. All right. I didn't listen, but I heard uh, there were some, there's some sure. chirping going on. I imagine everyone was super thrilled. All right. Ed Bomb's going to be back in town this week, so that will only help the, the broadcast. Ed had a long day, drove up Saturday, Friday morning, came back Saturday morning without staying the night. How was the hotel, Scott? Empty. Was it? It was, I think, right. like five other cars in the Did you line. type your stories in your pajamas? This, and Was that a first on the beat? Well, I mean, I was wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Okay. So, no. Slippers? I don't think I own slippers. I had socks on. That hat that Daryl Homan used to wear? That cap? The nightcap? <laughs> I, mean, I think one, of a nightcap, I think of whiskey. Yeah. Not that kind of nightcap. Sure. No, I was not wearing a, a nightcap <laughs> as I was writing until, and posting online until like 2.30 in the morning. All right. Hopefully uh, everybody had a chance to read it. I know it's tougher to read when you lose, but uh, Richie does a bang-up job, but we're going to get him focused on basketball this week. I'm in mourning not only because of the outcome, but because of no basketball in my Sunday News Gazette. Richie, what happened? I was flipping through all the sports pages, thought there was something left out. I called circulation. I said, what's wrong with my paper? There's no college basketball extra. Well, see, the thing is, like, I wrote it. It was ready, and then... I mean, this, I mean, this falls more on your side of things. There wasn't a page for it. Are you throwing me under the bus? Okay, you just tried to throw me under the bus, so I'm going to drag you under with me. Ouch. Uh, that hurts. We need bigger Sunday papers, apparently. I guess. I don't want to read about football. 
I'm going to read about basketball. I wanted to see how wrong your list was. Well, as, as a preview, because it'll still run. Okay. Um, it was top 10 potentially impactful freshmen in the Ooh. Big Ten. Adam Miller on that list, certainly. Certainly. At number four? Number two. Oh. Only behind Christian Lander at Indiana because he's going to oh, no. run the point. Right, but he's like he's like a hundred pounds. Well, he's a little bigger than that, but he's a. I mean, he didn't reclassify from the twenty twenty one class not to be Indiana's point guard this season. So okay, I think he'll have maybe a bigger role, at least initially, I would imagine, than maybe Adam Miller will. But Adam okay. Miller's still gonna, I think, play a pivotal part for this Illinois season. Is he the only Illinois player on that top ten list? He's not, because I think Illinois has two of the best freshmen in the Big Ten. Andre Carbello. Okay. Um, again, I mean, it's a deep backcourt for the Illini, but I think there's a place for both of those guys to get some, some minutes. I mean, maybe it's not, they're not going to be like the lead players because I would assume who's still here. But again, there's a, there's a role for them in this offense. All right. Who else? Uh, probably a couple of Michigan guys on that list. I'm trying to think of my Big Ten freshmen. Um, there was there is a Michigan player, okay, Hunter Dickinson. There, all right. There's seven big seven, guy, seven uh, one who, center. Who am I forgetting? Michigan State has somebody. I don't know. See, I need the list in the paper so I can read it. Well, you'll be able to this weekend. All right. What's up with Penn State, by the way? I mean, football or basketball, because uh, they just let's lost go basketball. Indiana. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I love seeing the Hoosiers win in football. I um, was a proud Hoosier. That was a big moment for me. Well, I mean, basketball, like, they lost their coach in a month before the season started. All right. Yeah, and you know, Pat Chambers you know, dealt with uh, an issue, I think it was heading into last season, where you know, he you know, kind of got, into a, got himself into a pickle with uh, some, some word choices that you know, don't fly ever. Um, with you know, kind of led to the departure of Rasheer Bolton uh, to Iowa State. Um, then apparently there was an internal investigation that continued throughout maybe the last several months, as David Jones uh, covers Penn State has reported, and uh, some recruiting irregularities, you know, apparently, um, and Pat Chambers resigned. Although. He said it was, you know, to focus on his family, kind of the, the typical, you know, get ready for the next 20 years of his life. But I imagine that was a resignation that was like, I'm just kind of guessing, but with a, it's an uh, educated guess is resign or we will fire you. Yeah, it was kind of a wasted run by Pat Chambers. A lot of promise it always seemed and nothing really materialized. Well, I mean, he was going into his 10th season. They had not made the NCAA tournament in any of his previous nine. Would have last right. season. Uh, but Tough, tough job. It's certainly not an easy one because um, basketball is not Penn State's sport. I mean, it's football and then I would say – Volleyball and wrestling are even more important to Penn State than basketball. Okay. And uh, I think he was maybe the Big Ten's lowest paid coach. So it's a tough job. Earned You're it. maybe not going to make as much at you know, a typical Power Five. So uh, okay. they've got a an interim coach right now, uh, Jim Ferry. 
and uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. I mean, I don't think he's the long-term answer. That's the most we've ever talked about Penn State basketball. In my, well, when the coach, in my 27 years when, here. When the coach resigns a month before the season starts. Let's, um, never, let's never do this again. I feel icky. Well, again, you bring up the subject, and they ask me to talk about it, and they're like, well, we should not have talked about that. You seem a little touchy today. Scott Ritchie, is no, it a, I'm just not enough sleep. It was funny because I slept 12 hours Saturday night, then couldn't fall asleep till like three o'clock this morning hmm. because of it. So, all right, have some kids. I'll end that. All right, get married first, then have kids. No, I'm not sure. All right, make it work. <laughs> okay. Hey, Rich, got a a, a big time email today. No, not from your credit card. About that delinquent payment. From I have it set up on auto pay, so <laughs> there, are, there are no delinquent payments. It's Big Ten voting time, which this year should be more fun than ever. Yeah, and uh, the Big Ten preseason media poll will come out you know, November 16th. I have to have mine done November 9th. And this is all, it's media driven. The Big Ten just doesn't do a preseason poll anymore for whatever reason as a conference. I don't know why. So um, over the last four years, you know, the Big Ten beat writers have kind of taken it upon themselves to to do one. And you know, Adam Jardy, who covers Ohio State for the Columbus Dispatch, and Brendan Quinn, who covers Michigan, Michigan State for The Athletic, um, they sort of organize it, two beat writers per team, and uh, yeah, it's pretty – Extensive. I mean, I'll have to come up with you know, my own preseason Big Ten poll, rank the teams one through fourteen. Yeah, you know, a preseason player of the year, preseason freshman of the year, and then uh, also a preseason first team All Big Ten. All right. Well, let's do that right now. No wasting time. <laughs> no waiting till November ninth. You can you can always put that little the disclaimer I that I, my I can change my blah, mind. Blah blah blah. All right. Well, True, and I probably let's go will. one through five for the teams. All right, I don't go. Th- I don't want to get down to Northwestern and Penn State and Rutgers. Oh, Rutgers is good. Here, mm-hmm. here it comes. Rutgers is good. Here it comes. Um, Football, maybe. Well, they scored more points Saturday against Michigan State right. than they did all year. Here's my beef with Greg Schiano. All right, I know he's getting a lot of praise. Sure. Okay. Back in the day, early two thousands, I had the pleasure of driving to Rutgers with one. Bob, I'm afraid to fly Osmussen. All right. So we drove to Rutgers to cover a beatdown by the Scarlet Knights of the Illini. Anyway, on Friday night, we were at the stadium doing work, prepping for the game. When, in the press box, a Rutgers employee comes and told us, stop looking at the field, turn your back to the field, or we'll close the drapes. It was an order from Greg Schiano. He assumed we were watching their walkthrough. He assumed, as media members, we would tell Illinois what secrets Rutgers was up to. One word for Greg Schiano: psycho. Well, all football coaches are paranoid to the max. Um, I also point out that you made me drive to New Jersey in February to cover basketball. And uh, unfortunately, Illinois did lose that game as well. Don't remember that. Well, actually. I do. Uh, where were we? Yeah. 
Besides Rutgers, top five teams in your Rutgers won't be in the bottom. How about that? Uh, but tell me they're not in your top five, or I will cut this podcast off right now. No, but I mean they're knocking on the door. So number one, I've had them at number one for, well, I guess since August first, essentially. It's Illinois. I would assume with Kofi Coburn. Now they're coming back on back-to-back days, July 31st, August 1st. Illinois jumps to the number one spot. It's pretty straightforward in my opinion. Okay. Number two. Yep. I believe I do have Iowa. And a lot of people will have Iowa maybe as the number one team in the Big Ten. I still wonder if they're ever going to play defense so they can be number two. Because they're, they're going to be good offensively. Luka Garza is obviously back. I had a terrific season. Jordan Bohannon is healthy again. Joe Wieskamp is, you know, still can shoot the ball. And they have another of Fran McCaffrey's sons, also healthy again. Patrick, who is better than Connor. So that's another addition for them. Number three, Wisconsin. Steady Wisconsin. Bring everybody back. Maybe they win the Big Ten. We'll see. Number four. I suppose Michigan State. It's a, it's a, okay. okay. That was Ed Bond who made that noise. I suppose bet against Tom Izzo at your own peril. How about that? Yeah, Ed. And then number five, that was not Ed, by the way. That was Jim. Number five, it could be anyone, really. Um, Just don't say Rutgers. I'm tempted. Don't do it. I'm very tempted. It could, I, I say it could be one of Michigan, Ohio State, and... Just make a pick, all right? You can change it later. Fine, Rutgers. Oh! You you pushed me to it. All right, so that's a really good first three picks, and then it went downhill quickly. So, uh, what, do you want Indiana in there? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a Hoosier hater. No, but I mean... I respect the Hoosiers. All right. They've been fine with Archie Miller. They're due. Well, the Indiana fans certainly feel like they're due. And if they don't make more strides this year, they're going to light Archie Miller's seat on fire. That'd be illegal. Well, I think Indiana basketball fans might be pushed to the brink. They are the meanest bunch ever. No argument. They take their basketball very seriously. Right. And they have certain expectations. You know, all of those banners that fly at Assembly Hall, the last of which, of course, came more than three decades ago. All right, you're a Big Ten uh, preseason player of the year. I'm not sure you can pick anyone but Luca Garza. Okay. When you're essentially the runner-up for all of the National Player of the Year awards last season and come back having not gotten worse at basketball, it's pretty straightforward. I'll accept that. How he'll about, he'll repeat as Big Ten Player of the Year. How about your uh, Coach of the Year? I don't have to pick a Coach of the Year. Well, I'm asking you to pick a Coach of the Year. See, I just I toss that in there to surprise you. Yeah, I mean, how do you pick a preseason Coach of the Year? Do your Rutgers guy. Fine, Steve Peichel. Yeah, who? Steve Peichel, the pride of Stony Brook, who built that program into something. Yeah, it's, it's really something it. now. Boy, it's... there. Well, there was something when he on was On top there. of mind. Seawolves, man. All right. 
freshman of the year? That one's going to be tricky. I mean, obviously, I mean, I said Christian Landers is number one on my list coming uh, on Sunday. So that's a possibility, but, you know, freshman of the year, it could be someone that comes out of nowhere. I think Ethan Morton at Purdue could have you know, play an interesting role for the Boilermakers this year. Um, again, you read more about him uh, this coming Sunday. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be Lander. Could be Adam Miller. Wasn't Luca Garza back in the day? I'll tell you that he wasn't a highly touted guy. I mean, he was like a about the tail end of the four star recruits, I think, in his class. All right. Um, so I mean, like top. I'm trying to think. At least top 150, but yeah, he developed into a college basketball star. I don't Uh know if it's going to translate to the NBA, but very good college basketball player. Any awards I'm forgetting to ask you about? All Big Ten. Okay, do it. Make it snappy. Well, Luca Garza. One. I would assume. Two. I had this list somewhere else. I've stumped you. Want me to help? Franz Wagner, three. Wagner. He's not on your list. I can tell by your your facial twitching. He could have a... That cheap shotter from Wisconsin, what's his name? (laughs) Brad Davidson? Yeah. You're not going to be on my list. Right. Um, (laughs) I mean, cheap shotter from... I mean, the fact that you can say cheap shotter from Wisconsin and everyone's (laughs) going to know who you're talking about is... Who else you got? God, EJ Liddell not going to make it right. Not that good. Not 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 yet. Okay. Oh man, we'll come back to that. Caught you off guard. You, did. you were you were deep into Rutgers. Is what your problem was. I mean, I could, All right, it's Monday. Talk about Ron Harper Jr. Yeah, Monday eleven thirty. Uh, the latest of the Bryce Hopkins saga. Well, he is going to commit. Today, 6.30 p.m. You sure about that? Well, he says he is. Okay. So I guess caveat of these things have a way of being kind of quirky. Maybe he doesn't. Okay. I'm hoping it's you know at 6.30 as well because the Bears play tonight, so we need to speed up the process. Ed Bond thinks it's Illinois. He told me so in our pre-production meeting. Okay. And Ed knows these there's things. A, there's a chance, I guess. I mean, Illinois is still you know, in his, I guess, uh, sort of top five. I mean, he's got a top nine, and then you know, his dad has kind of narrowed it to five in places that he, you know, he's talked to some people. But Kentucky is still really, I think, the leader. All of the national quote unquote experts believe Kentucky will secure his commitment this evening. Um, but maybe it's an October surprise for Illinois. I mean, that would be huge. I mean, landing Bryce Hopkins would mean Illinois would get, had landed a commitment from a top 40 national prospect and, at the same time, a top two player in the state in three of the last four years. You know, the Hayatusumu, Adam Miller, and kind of the only miss being in 2019 with with EJ Liddell, so that's important. Does it happen? Mm. Maybe. I'll give you a maybe. 
Not a strong maybe. But I guess we'll all find out at, hopefully, 6.30. Okay, I saw some basketball on ESPN last night, or ESPN2, some maybe from Las Vegas, or what was I watching? Was that taped? Was it uh, premier high school teams? Well, I wasn't watching basketball right. last night. Um, get... There was an, ev- an event in... Do you co- I think it was in Arizona. Do you cover basketball still, or why am I asking you this? Do you, you bring part up of your a jet- random game on ESPN, maybe two, on a Sunday night, and I'm supposed to have watched it. Party, so, one of the best recruits in the land, was playing. I watched a little of it. I mean, Jaden Hardy is from Las Vegas and is really good. Okay. I don't know if it was taped or not. There was an event... I think in Arizona, featuring like prolific prep was there, yeah, and several other, yeah. Apparently, I have to start writing about college basketball and recruiting now, since you don't know what you're doing. Actually, <laughs> I might just walk out of the podcast booth. That's <laughs> what you get for this Rutgers stuff. Hey, Rutgers is good. I'll just keep saying it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, Elmwood obviously has recruited Jaden Hardy, but okay, it's that's not going to be a thing. What other recruiting tidbits do you have? How about that? Let's start with that. Because I need some good news because no one's committed in like forever. Well, since April. It seems like forever. April. Well, if Bryce Hopkins says no today, which is a possibility, not only has offered a couple more 2021 recruits in the last week, some interesting guys, I think. Um, the first came you know, last Monday. Um, R.J. Melendez, he plays high school basketball in Florida. He's originally from Puerto Rico. So, I mean, he, he obviously knows Andre Cabello, has played with Edgar Padilla, who's a walk-on freshman guard for the Illini this year. And um, Melendez is also good. You know, he led his team, uh, small team, Center Point Christian Academy, to the Sunshine Independent Athletic Association Championship last year. So that's all of the sort of private prep schools in Florida. And they beat a legit team in the championship, West Oaks Academy. Um, yeah, but Melendez averaged 18.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 2 blocks almost last year. Shot 40% from three-point range. Um, six seven, hundred ninety five pound wing. Like he could be legit. Adds a lot of offers. Illinois just kind of got in the mix, and then an even more recent guy, like as in just arrived in the United States this month. Recent um, is Mustafa Amzil. Uh, he's six ten, two hundred fifteen pound. I think I mean could play the three even at six ten two fifteen. Also kind of a three four hybrid. He's originally from Finland. He's playing at First Love Christian Academy in Pennsylvania. Um, and always recruiting two of his new teammates as well um, in the 2022 class. Mason Manning, who's point guard, and Frey Njimbi, um, who's 6'9 forward. So he has three guys on the same team, which is sort of a trend made for Illinois. They're recruiting a lot of guys on a lot of teammates in the 2021-2022 classes. But Amzil has got international experience just like Melendez does. Melendez played for Team Puerto Rico and in one FIBA event 
And Amzil's played for Finland uh, in back-to-back U16 European Championships in 2016 and 2017, and then last year in the under-18 European Championships as well, and was one of Finland's best players last year. So an interesting guy for sure. I feel better. And then there's one more class of 2023 offer as, um, you know, Illinois still hammering the high school sophomore class pretty hard. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson, he's four-star point guard, number 16 player in the class uh, from Oklahoma City. And he played, you know, varsity ball as a freshman, averaged 16 points, three and a half assists last year. Um, so Illinois has now offered a dozen of the top 50 players uh, in the class of 2023, including a bunch of guys from right here in Illinois. All right. Don't know if there's going to be a high school basketball season here in Illinois. We'll find out hopefully this week maybe. And if they are, they're going to be wearing masks. Yeah. And if there isn't, you're going to see a bunch of well, a bunch more players bail and go to – Indiana or right. somewhere else, I think. Cause, um, Good for them. Well, Jeremy Fears, who's a 2023 recruit, was the point guard at Joliet West last year. Number 21 in the class has already announced he's transferring to La Lumiere over in, in Indiana. So more of that could happen if there's no basketball this season in Illinois, which would be unfortunate. All right, anything new with the schedule? It's about, uh, you know, we're, I know we're going to start here in November, but uh, it's almost November. Yeah, well. So I kind of need to know how to plan my days. Well, the season's going to start a month from yesterday. Okay. And there's also not a schedule complete. Um, so that hasn't changed. What has changed is the NCAA has kind of put a pause on one of his rules about multi-team events and now said that usually you can – Teams can only play in one. Mm-hmm. Now they'll be able to play in at least two if they if they want to. So that could help get games scheduled, especially as you know, Matt, Matt Norlander from CBS Sports was reporting this weekend, like all of the multi-team events that you know shifted to Orlando might be falling apart. And Illinois was not in an MTE in Orlando, but had reportedly was going to play Baylor in the Jimmy V Classic in Orlando. So maybe that's in danger now. But we'll see. Uh, I mean, the NCAA, college basketball had a lot of time to work on this, and we're kind of getting to crunch time, and teams still don't have schedules. So that's a little concerning. But Brad Underwood remains optimistic that they'll get a season in one way or the other. And the NCAA has maintained that they'll play the NCAA tournament mostly because they have to. All right, Scott Ritchie, excellent stuff. I'm sorry uh, we, hit it. We, we didn't see eye to eye today regarding a number of things. It's I think we a typical Monday in the podcast. We can this. only get better. Anything else uh, to look forward to this week? Well, your much-anticipated college basketball page will return Mm -hmm. on Sunday. Um, 
So that's something to look forward to. It's really good. And then, you know, practices continue for Illinois and uh, hope is to have some more uh, media availability with those guys this week. All right. That's Scott Ritchie, our all-around Illini writer. He'll be at football again. Are, yeah. are you okay? You can be in the press box. They'll allow they allow players' parents in too at Illinois. I think so. To the game itself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just, Was, just a I Wisconsin mean, thing where nobody could come in. And that was a Wisconsin thing in the moment, mainly because of how poorly they've mismanaged things okay. from a state perspective. Right. That'll be interesting. See how it turns out Saturday. Looking forward to it. Actually, we'll see. I think Purdue's the favorite. So yeah, Purdue's they'll the, beat. They're beating the Boilers. Again. There's that. Yep. All right, uh, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com, every day inside or uh, Good Morning Illini Nation. Keep it up. Scotty, you said you're now year two of this? Past year two, I think. Yeah, it's great stuff. All right. Only pick up as the season nears. Uh, We'll talk to you guys next Monday.